0: morning everybody, this is Sally Rees here from Natural Nosh with yet another episode of Healthy Options. So I do hope you've all had a great time since Christmas in the new year and relaxed and maybe had some swims, enjoyed time with family and generally kicked back and relaxed and now we have to crank up for the new year and I find that really hard. I remember I went on holiday once out of New Zealand and it took me three weeks to get back into gear. So I sympathise if you're feeling like that. Anyway, today I wrote an article yesterday actually for the Mud Cake and Roses magazine and which will be coming out in February. It was on seaweed so I thought, well it's a, saying that we are doing a lot of swimming at the moment I think it might be a, a relevant topic to talk about. So seaweeds are amazing and they are very edible. So in New Zealand we have 850, 900 native seaweeds and they're found all around the coast. So some are found in um, different places to the other. Some are in cooler oceans and some are in not so cool oceans And some, you need to read up about the specific ones. Some are best harvested at low tide or high tide. And all of them kind of goes without saying really that you need to be conscious of the state of the water where you harvest it from. Because if there's polluted waters, you don't want to be eating the seaweed. Okay, so they're classified into colours. So there's red, brown and green seaweed. And believe it or not, they all contain a lot of chlorophyll. They're very healthy for you. And also coming from the sea, they have iodine. So you can use any kind of seaweed as a substitute for the table salt that you buy in the supermarkets, the blue and white container in particular I'm talking about. So there's lots of iodine in seaweeds. And while we're on the topic, the table salt that you buy is only sodium and chloride. And it contains, of course, anticoagulating chemicals and anti-hygroscopic, I think they're called, chemicals, which stop the salt from absorbing moisture and goodness knows what else. So you're only getting sodium and chloride but if you eat something like kelp salt or just seaweed in any form you're getting dozens of minerals and vitamins trace elements and lots of other goodies. So it's much better really. Yeah, it's three different colours. As I said the brown... The red and the green. So first of all I'm just going to run through all the different names of the seaweeds that are the common ones found in New Zealand. So we'll start with one that we find here on the beach at Tahuna. It's called sea lettuce and you'll notice this one it's a bright green translucent colour and uh, you'll find it beyond the high tide level usually. And spring is best time to harvest it at low tide. And again this is particularly one to watch if The seawater is polluted anywhere you don't want to, to harvest it and you'll know if it's polluted there'll be a prolific amount of this green sea lettuce on the beach and that's because the water is polluted. So you want to pick it if there's just a little bit here and there that's probably safer. So this one you can eat, of course you can dry it and then you can use it as a garnish you can also get if you find larger pieces you can dry it and you can use it as a wrap like nori or like rice paper you can wrap things in it of course you can use it for sprinkles dry it and it goes crisp of course and it's quite delicate and crunchy so you can use it as a garnish on salads soups and any seafood dish as well so it's quite safe to pick that up if there's not too much of it around and give it a rinse and dry it and you can yeah, use it in lots of ways. So the next one is karingo, And this looks a bit like light purple-coloured cellophane. And I haven't seen this one. So you can buy it already dried as flakes. So you can look out for that. I find the health food shops in Nelson a good source of seaweeds. They don't always have them all in, but you can also go online and look at iherb.com, little I, Herb, dot and you can get lots from there as well. Coringo was really important to the Maori people earlier because it's so high in nutritional value. Yeah, so they are very clever at harvesting foods from the sea. And I remember once I lived in Betoni opposite the beach. I call it the North Shore in Wellington. And I saw this day was really awful. It was wet and windy and not very nice. And I saw someone down at the water doing something. So it was a Maori person. So I went over and watch what he was doing. And there was masses of kelp that he was handling, and at the base or the root of the kelp was a whole lot of mussels, quite large mussels. And so he was harvesting mussels from the sea that awful Wellington day. So to eat the karengo, you can reconstitute it, soak it first, and then boil it in salt and butter for 30 minutes. That would be quite interesting to try, and you can chop it up, of course, and put it in soups and on a salad or yeah and anything you like really it's just your imagination that's limiting you Okay, the next one is bladder kelp, which we know as kelp, and that's quite large leaves, quite wide and large. There's some bull kelp, I think, down on the Omaru-Timaru coastline that's huge, massive. I saw it there once when I was driving past. So that's found at the low tide mark in spring and summer. So this can be dried, and then you can grind it up and add it to sea salt for extra flavour, and you can also pickle it. I might try that one day because i do like pickling things and a brine a salty brine not not with vinegar so yeah quite interested to try that one so you want to choose the large flat kind of leaves they're the best ones for eating and this is actually one of the healthiest seaweeds found in new zealand and it's a great source of vitamin a b d and e with very high trace elements so you find it in the South Island. It has a seasonal growth pattern and is best harvested in the spring and summer, as I said, and it dies back in the winter. So harvest the leaves near the tip of the stem. So that's kelp, or full name is bladder kelp. So the next one is hijiki, H-I-J-I-K-I, and it easily accumulates environmental toxins and should only be eaten in very small amounts. So that is kind of a stringy, sort of dark brown, very blackish. You can buy that in the shops here. It's like a long threads, really. You can buy that here in Nelson. I've seen that. So agar is another one that's used as a plant substitute for gelatine. I don't know a lot about agar, but I've seen it in the shops. So wakame is another one. It's also called Asian Kelp, and that's available in Asian shops and health food shops there. It has a a sweeter taste. It's really nice added to sauerkraut, so you might be able to try that. You can also use it in miso soup and dry it and grind it up and add it to other things like Mm -hmm. salad, soups, whatever. Maybe put it into bread even. Then there's carrageenan and alginates. They have very good jelly-forming properties and they are used in the food manufacturing industry here. I just want to tell you... Carrageenans are because of their jelly-like properties are used as thickeners so you'll find them in syrups and custards, chocolates and yoghurt surprisingly. Also you'll find them in shampoos, toothpaste and body lotions. <laughs> and alginates are used to make water-based products creamier like ice cream. They're used in ice cream and other dairy products and they'll stop the crystal water crystals forming so it keeps the texture nice and smooth. So that is wakami and you can buy wakami here some of the seaweeds you find in the shops have a kind of a white film on the outside and some people think that it's the salt dried on it but it's it's not it's like a bloom okay the next one and the most interesting one in my opinion is dulse d-u-l-s-e So dulse is also known as red dulse because it's slightly red if you look at it and also sea lettuce flakes and it's very high in fibre of course as are the other seaweeds, proteins, vitamins, trace minerals, healthy fatty acids and antioxidants so it's a pretty healthy one. So you can buy dulse flakes here and you can also buy the, the pieces which are a regular of course and you can break them up or do what you like. So if you find the big pieces, you can pan fry them. They taste just like bacon, sort of smoky, savoury bacon flavour. So they're really great for vegans or vegetarians to use instead of bacon. The dulse is kind of very curly, not such a flat seaweed. It's quite a curly one, frilly and curly. So it's quite pretty. So pan fry them whole leaf over medium-high heat with a little bit of oil until it's crisp. Then you can make a BLT, put it in between some bread, bread rolls with lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and you've got a DLT. So you can eat it raw or cooked as a snack, or you can, as I said, add it to sandwiches and salads. The dulse flakes you can sprinkle over scrambled eggs or popcorn or mix it into vinaigrettes. You can also add a little bit to your smoothies for a creamy seafood seaweed shake. So dulce's nutritional value doesn't degrade when you dry it or powder it, so it's really good. Keep it in a dark place and it will last for two years. So it's long lasting and you just need to pull apart the fully bits to make sure they're not harboring any pebbles or any other foreign matter or little bits and pieces. Interestingly enough, I have a cousin who is working at the Oregon State University in Oregon, USA, and he has a lab there, and he is producing dulse from a lab, and it's going to be patented, or it is patented, and um, it doesn't depend on the tides or seasons, and it's growable year-round, though it's not commercially available just yet. Chris, my cousin, sent me some last year, and... I've tried it, and it does taste like bacon, so it's really great. So that's dulse, and I think that is all the seaweeds, the main the main ones anyway. As I said, there's many varieties in New Zealand, but they're some of the main ones that you will find here in the shops. So do have a look out for those, and try some experimenting in the kitchen. Get some sea flavour in your food without eating seafood. Okay, so we won't be doing any more classes at Natural Nosh until beginning of March. I'm preoccupied with something else at the moment, so look out in March on the Facebook page Natural Nosh or on my website naturalnosh.nz or contact me if you want to know what's going on. So hopefully we'll see you in a, in a month or two. Okay, so that's it from me Sally at Natural Nosh here at Healthy options. Thanks to New Zealand on Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.